Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome, 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 fellow movie buffs and time travel sci-fi nerds to the second part of our summer retrospective on Back to the Future. Today, for Real Film Nerds episode 173, Mysterious Mike and I are discussing Back to the Future Part 2. Mike, as always, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, I'm pretty psyched to, to talk about this movie. It has, uh, you know, it has so much things or so many things that I love talking about in this movie. So um, I'm, I'm excited to talk about it. You stopped and stuttered and said it had so much things. It took you like that long to figure out how to say so many things. Jesus, Mike. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, th- <laughs> I think I was trying to come up with something creative and it, it failed miserably. It failed miserably. Is it because your mind was in the clouds with the SpaceX astronauts? <laughs> yes, yes, that's what it is. Uh, actually, I was trying to figure out how I was going to weave in Jaws nineteen, but I, I couldn't figure out anything, so I just I blew it. Yeah, it was a good try. At least you tried. You you thought you you spun the wheels, and the wheels said nope. Sorry. Yes. All right, Mike. So should we just jump right in, or should we talk about Space Force? Um, well, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. There's a lot of space news. Uh, there was, there's, there was SpaceX, uh, making history as the first, uh, uh, contract or commercial, uh, space flight to, uh, with humans to the space station, or there's the space force, which is making fun of, uh, the new, I guess, space force that, uh, uh, president just enacted. So I, I don't know. And then there's also all the horrible things going on in this world. No, no, no. We don't need to talk about that. I mean, dude, I I don't know what your thoughts and feelings are on this. I'll just start with this and end with this. But at work, like most of the people I work with are very religious. And they're like, it's the end times. This is the revelations. And in the book of revelations, and it's just like, no, there's always been torment all throughout history. There's been plagues. There's been uprisings. There's been all kinds of shit throughout the history of man. Just because it's absolute chaos right now does not mean it's the end of the world. Well said, Matt. Well said. Um, I don't really want to talk about the other thing too much, but I will say it's it's uh, it's fine to protest I don't like all the uh, violence that the the rioting stuff. It seems it seems uh, out of context in my mind. Yeah, I'm I'm just you know I don't like it when people start saying it's the end times, it's the end times, it's the end times because clearly they are not students of history. Uh, granted, I'm probably more than your average person. I really enjoy history. I have an issue, I guess, for some people. I I. I took a bunch of history classes. I think I've talked about it before in school just for fun. And so if you just look back in human history, you know, there's always bobs and weaves and ups and downs and horrible times and good times. We're just in one of those rough times right now. Don't freak out. Don't think it's the end of the world. Uh, I also agree with your statements, Mike, about how the violence we could go without that uh, 
peaceful protests, very loud, large peaceful protests go a hell of a lot longer and farther in society than burning shit to the ground, destroying Fashion Square Mall, um, beating people on both sides, you know, police officers and protesters. It's just, it it only makes shit worse. I, I don't know. Yeah, man, I, it's, I'll, I'll it's stop, pretty crazy. I'll stop after this. I'll stop after this. I got to say this one. Sorry, Mike. I didn't mean to interrupt, but I got to say this one because it impacted me yesterday. I don't know how it is out where you're at, but the state of Arizona, the entire state is under curfew, not Phoenix, the whole state. And the curfew is at eight o'clock. And last night I had to take the back way home from my parents' house because uh, someone decided to uh, drag a chain through Sunset Point and lit the damn Sunset Point on fire again. So I had to take the back way to get home. Sunset Point, if I didn't take the back way home, didn't open until five o'clock this morning. That's how long, how bad that fire was. And I oh, man. blew through curfew and all that stuff. And I think it's just absolutely ridiculous. But anyways, all right, back to back to the future. I'll stop. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry for interrupting right. you. Go ahead, Mike. All right. Back to the future. Uh, Matt, you just want me to get into the rundown or what do you think? Yeah, Mike, do it. Let's let's hear the rundown for Back to the Future Part Two from 1989. <laughs> All right. Uh, so this was uh, directed by Robert Zemeckis. Uh, it was written by Robert Zemeckis and um, Bob Gale. Uh, it's starring Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, Leah Thompson, uh, Thomas F. Wilson. Elizabeth Shue is a new notable character. And um, she's playing the character of Jennifer. And after visiting 2015, Marty McFly must repeat his visit to 1955 to prevent previous disastrous changes to 1985 without interfering with his first trip. I just would like to know, since we're now in the future, way past the future of the future of this film, where the hell is my hoverboard? <clears throat> well, Matt, um, in the 30th anniversary uh, edition of this um uh, Doc goes back to the future, and he has to fix the future that we see in this movie because of all the different things that happen. There's some problems, and everyone gets too uh, uh, was it too fat and too lazy? And uh, then there's a problem with the uh, the nuclear reactors. Uh, they all have a simultaneous problem, so he had, he had to fix it. Uh, in it's in uh, Doc Brown saves the world. Um, so, uh, discovered the intervention, uh, inventions such as the hoverboard and the hydrated food will cause people to become massively overweight. Even worse, a simultaneous glitch in every nuclear mystery fusion device on the planet will cause a nuclear Holocaust that decimates the world's population. So how are we going to get bigger than we already are? I mean, is he saying like, we're already, we're already there now or like, what's going on here? <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I wish, um... You know, uh, I, I haven't seen this. It came out with the 30th um, thirtieth anniversary Back to the Future Blu-ray box set, and I do not have that. But I do believe you have that, and you're just a slacker and haven't watched it. <laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> I've been watching the movies, though. You know one thing that I found interesting? Uh, I, I guess this will lead into our streaming stuff a little bit. I've been bouncing back and forth 
between Netflix and um, Movies Anywhere and Voodoo to see which one has the better stream. Ah, you know yes, which one? yes. Uh, f- for anybody who doesn't know, Matt got his 4K TV that he was talking about uh, several episodes back. What episode was that, Matt? Like 160... Oh, hell, I don't know. 65, 66? Something like it was that. Like yeah, I got it. Middle pandemic area. E- even though we don't know what it ends, but a middle pandemic area. <laughs> yeah. What if we're not in the middle right now? But no, I uh, got uh, Vizio, the 65 inch 4K. It's not the tippy top of the line. It's like the, it's the 2019 model. It was two hundred dollars off. It's the bottom line of their. It's the bottom model of their top TVs, their top tier TVs, and it's pretty freaking amazing. But it's all in. It's all 1080p is because I don't pay for the 4K Netflix yet. I don't have the data bandwidth yet either. I've been watching the 1080p version. Plus, that's the version I own. Also, uh, I watched it on Netflix, Vudu, and Movies Anywhere. And Mike, which one do you think had the better best stream? Granted, if I was truly doing this as like a test, I probably should have done them all simultaneously next to each other on the same screens with the same lighting and all that stuff. But this is just based on what I saw at the different times I watched it. Uh, movies anywhere. Yep, Movies Anywhere had the better picture, the better quality, and it filled the whole TV. There was no black bars like whatsoever. It was beautimous. It was very pretty. So uh, when we do Back to the Future Part 3 for uh, next uh, week, or Part Trace, uh, I'm going to watch it on Movies Anywhere. Okay. Yeah, um, I, I think... Um, I think Netflix does a lot of optimization, uh, and, uh, sometimes that can cut down on some of the quality things, uh, for the pictures. Uh, I do have the 4k, uh, stream availability, but I don't have a 4k TV or a device that is 4k. Well, then why the hell are you paying for it? You goober. I needed the four streams. Oh, you get more streams when you up it. Okay. All right, that makes more yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's two marketing things for it. It's uh, you get access to any of the uh, 4K content, and then um, you get uh, four simultaneous streams. Uh, they used to not regulate the streams, but uh, they turns out they they do need to do that to to make sure that they're making some money. So um, I remember back in the day, you used to be able to have like 15 streams off of one account, and they didn't care. So, all right, I don't have my hoverboard. I don't have my flying cars. I'd rather have, I'd take a flying car over a hoverboard any day, but I think they would be one in the same. Uh, the Cubs won the World Series, but they were off by a year. They won in 2016. They were off by a year, yeah. Yeah, not 2015. That was still neat, though. Yeah, dude, that was pretty wild that they nailed that. Yeah. <laughs> Wish I could go back and put uh, some money on the Cubbies. The, <laughs> Matt, come on. You you know you wanted that jacket, the like that, Oh god, dude, like the that was self, amazing. The self fitting jacket or whatever, like whatever, like I don't know. It was kind of cool. Um and then the, the, the Nike shoes, come on, the self lacing shoes that which they actually made. Yeah, they had a limited run when the movie came out and they were really hard to find. And then a few years ago, I believe they put them back into production where the laces actually did like do that. Like they actually yes, did yes. self lace, and the, but it, they were more mass produced and there was a lot more of them. So, 
Yeah, well, I think it's still super limited, like collector's edition stuff. Oh yeah, there it was like a thousand bucks for like coming out of the factory. That's not even like resale for those. And then let's see. Um, the internet's like nowhere in this in Back to the Future too. They 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 missed that one. Uh, the giant screens. Yeah, I mean, you know, we got yeah. that. Giant screens. Um, I don't know. It's it's always so hard. Like when you make a movie and you're trying to set it in the future, it's like, how do you know what's going to happen, man? You, you, yeah. You know, like, well, you uh, know, being a tech person, Mike, there are a lot of futurists in this world. Like that's their job. And a lot of times, the movies do consult the futurists. But, I mean, come on. We've been talking about people in general, not we. People in general have been talking about flying cars since the 40s or 50s. Oh, yeah, man. Flying cars. I mean, the Jetsons, all kinds of stuff. It's just been it's been like a dream, like a, uh, I guess, kind of a pipe dream. Um, Dude, I would I, love, love it, love it. I want a personal plane, a flying car, something like that where I can get in and fly. Oh, dude, that would that would make my existence for sure what what if it was like i mean could you imagine the like the air traffic control involved with having all these layers of different people just flying like everybody all the time ah it's insane it would it would be absolute chaos you know it really would honestly if we did have that today i mean we have private airplanes today even a small single engine cessna Average people can't afford it. Like back in the day, my grandpa could afford it on an airplane mechanic salary, but that was, you know, what he was very passionate about. But today, I mean, Mike, honestly, how many people do you know that own their own airplanes? There's there's only one person that I know, and it's like a friend of a friend, uh, you know, and that's it. I, I know, I know, probably about five or six, and they're all related to embry riddle in some way shape or form and typically their private airplanes are 1960s 1970s 1980s single engine cessnas that they're always tinkering and working on so but yeah i mean even private aircraft you can't afford i mean imagine what it would be with a flying car how expensive it would be yeah man i don't know it would be really expensive but i always i always think of like scenes from like uh um like uh the fifth element and uh you know irobot and stuff with all these just things just flying around and stuff like it's crazy like it would be so neat to have that stuff imagine how easy it would be to get somewhere if you didn't have to worry about roads yeah uh, well and you know not even so much the roads it's just the higher you go in the air, the faster you move across the earth kind of thing, you know? Uh, yeah, not let alone that, but I'm just saying like, you know, uh, if there's a point not having traffic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just like a point to point. You're like, Oh, I don't have to worry about going some weird road that makes me go in this weird circle around it to get to this thing, because that's the only way you can get to it. You could just go there. It'd be so nice. Well, you know, no. one way I could see it work, but it would not be fun. For me, it wouldn't be fun. Is uh, uh, self-driving. 
Oh, oh, you know, like the automatic driving stuff? Yeah, like self-driving cars, but if they were flying, because then they would all be constantly talking to each other at all times. So then they would know where they could and could not go and where, you know, traffic patterns oh, yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, that'd be that'd be cool. But you couldn't have anyone fly by themselves. They would always have to be uh, self self-flying, I guess you would say. Or else you would have shit slam into each other. Now that you could have like areas where it's like this is self flying, but you couldn't have it be open, you know, like how driving is now. Anyways, all right, we're getting like way techno crazy. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. All right, man. Back to the future part uh, two. Marty McFly, Doc Brown, Rick and Morty. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, 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 Matt, did you know that on October 21st, 2015, the uh, many many theaters across the country re-released this movie. Uh, no, I did not. Yeah, because that's the day that they that they went to the future. It's the the day of the future in Back to the Future Two. You know, they probably did it here at Harkins, but Harkins when Harkins was alive and open and well, uh, every Tuesday was um, uh, Classics Night. I don't know if they did that in Flag or if they did that when you were uh, working for Harkins. Uh, no, no, not not at uh, Flag. At least uh, when I was working there, um, they we didn't have any real special things like that. the The biggest special thing I remember when I worked there was the um, in the summer they had something called Summer Movie Fun, and uh, that's where they play a bunch of older kids movies and stuff, uh, kind of early in the morning and uh it's super cheap it's like you can buy like the whole summer series which is like six or eight weeks for like 10 bucks and like uh you you buy the those seats and then you know all these uh uh families and stuff would come in and uh destroy the theaters before we opened for the normal day and it was it was like chaos it was weird because it was like a sold out movie in the morning where everyone when the movie's over just takes their popcorn and throws it in the air (laughs) well mike uh to your dismay i'm sure uh that still exists because i remember running into that a few times when i was at at harkins i was like huh that's a lot of people leaving this early and no it was the 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 summer fun series for kids or whatever yeah but no i mean they used to call it summer movie fun they they, you know they might have rebranded it but anyway that's what they call whatever i don't know i i i don't have kids so i'm not allowed to go (laughs) yeah trust me you wouldn't want to go man it's like chaos in there it's like wall-to-wall uh kids and parents and it's just just pandemonium and then afterwards it it, uh we'd have to clean up the theater because it's always in the biggest like theaters and uh we have to clean up the theater like hardcore because we haven't even really opened yet well here it was during the week too so i would be working they do uh they don't call them summer because they do them year round they call them tuesday night classics and every tuesday night at six o'clock or seven o'clock they show one uh classic movie and it's five bucks and so there's a lot of them that I've wanted to see that I have not been able to go to because I was not able to see that movie in the theaters because I was young, like Jaws. They did Jaws once. Oh, man. 
Imagine seeing Jaws on the big screen, man. Yeah, no, it'd be fun. I I love seeing. Uh, it's more of a newer trend, but where they're they're showing the twenty fifth, the the thirtieth, the the fortieth, whatever anniversaries of these movies. Um, they're showing those in the theater, like on limited engagements, where it's like on a like on a Wednesday and on a Saturday at like two o'clock, <laughs> you can go and watch these movies. And uh, I've been and watched some. Like I went and watched Breakfast Club, and I watched I, I watched different movies um, that have come out. Uh, watching the anniversaries, like I watched Jurassic Park when it was re released. Like oh, so much fun. Um, I don't know. There's just certain movies that it's like, man, it's great to see them on the big screen, man. Yeah, well, I I just always miss out because I work until six, and typically I wouldn't make it to Harkins by the time the movie's showing because usually it showed right at six, so I would have to take like the night off or whatever. Anyway, so flying cars. Back to the Future Two. Uh, yes, Miller High Life. Miller High Life. Yes, uh, it makes its appearance again. Of course, it it powers Mister Fusion. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff um pepsi matt did you uh what do you what do you think about the weird pepsi didn't it cost like 40 dollars yeah 45 bucks pretty close yeah yeah doc brown gave him a gave him a hundred said go go get a pepsi (laughs) pepsi perfect i think is what it was called and oh oh here's a fun one did you recognize who one of the little kids was that was playing the arcade game um is it elijah wood yeah it's a hobbit and he looks. It is. A, it's a Hobbit. <laughs> it's a Hobbit. He looks. You know. He still looks like Elijah Wood. He's just like eight or nine. I mean, he's real young. Uh, that. Hilarious. Yeah. Uh, speaking of other characters in this man, uh, one of your favorite bands uh, has a member in this this movie. Uh, do you know who that is? Of course, Flea. Flea is in. Back to the Future Part Two and Part Three. Oh man, yeah, Flea gets so many fun roles. I have no idea how he gets these roles, man. He he gets lots of little just side gigs. His character name is Needles. It is. It is. What's surprising? I don't, though, I don't know. Is Flea will pop up and you know little side things here and there as an extra or whatever, like in this. Uh, Anthony Kiedis has only ever done one. Can you name that movie, Mike? Um, the Chase with uh with um, uh, what's his face? Um, Charlie Sheen? No, Charlie Sheen isn't it? The Chase wasn't it? It wasn't it that one where they were they were driving the the little um thing and they wreck it. Point Break. Oh, he was in Point Break? Anthony Kiedis was in Point Break. He is part of the uh, white supremacist surfers whose house gets raided. And Anthony Kiedis is the one that gets shot in the foot. Oh, nice. He even has speaking lines. He confronts uh, Keanu Reeves when they're at the beach. Um, Oh, man. That's awesome. Yep. Anyways. Okay. Mike, I had the perfect like in way for you to ask me what I was drinking, talking about Miller High oh. Life. But oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, uh, Matt, you, you kind of uh, dropped uh, the uh, ball on that uh, one. Uh, 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 <laughs> Matt, uh, what what are you drinking? 
<sighs> well, Mike, continuing with Back to the Future and continuing with uh, product placement, I- I'm drinking another Miller High Life. Excellent. Excellent, Matt. I am not drinking an IPA. Are you drinking a Miller High Life too? In honor of Back to the no. Future? No. Damn it. I am drinking a... Uh, I don't leave the house much, man. Pandemic. So what? Um, you, I know you leave to go get beer. I know you get beer, Mike. Or do they deliver over there? Uh, well, my wife delivers. Um, she goes and gets the beer. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so, so uh, I am drinking a uh, beer by Sweetwater Brewing. It is called Super Silver Haze. And it's a lager. So it's almost an IPA. Is that a gecko? Or is that a fish? No. A salamander. It's a fish. It's like a dead fish. It's a dead fish? It says 420 on it. Yeah, it's the 420 strain. For someone that doesn't do drugs, Mike, you drink a lot of stuff that's drug related. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. You drank that one weed beer. Now you're drinking this beer that has 420 on it. Oh, this is another weed beer. This is this is one of their weed beers. That's the 420 strain. Well, Mike, clearly you have a problem. You you like drugs and revenge. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I do. You still got to see that movie Revenge, man. I'm gonna tell you every time you talk about you it. You know, when you uh finally pay for your subscription to Shutter and then share it with me. I will watch it then. <laughs> okay. Okay, Mike. Is it on Shutter? What? Is it on Shutter currently? Yes. All right. Yes, sir, it is. And Shutter is only five dollars a month. So someone with copious amounts of money coming out of their ass like you can afford five dollars a month. Right. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. What is that? One diaper? <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, sure. Poor Mike. So tired. Okay, fine. I'm going to ask my question since we're almost at a half hour already. <laughs> oh, no. And we haven't talked about Boy, we, we, Back we, to the Future at all. Man. We really santos this up. Hell yeah, we did. This is the Santos <laughs> pod. Welcome to the Real Film Nerd Santos. The Mile High, the Mile High Real Film Nerds. There we go. I like that. All right, Mike, so how does Back to the Future Part 2 relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Well, Matt, thanks for asking. Um, In some fun, for me, I decided that I wasn't going to use the same reference over and over again. So I looked for someone else who was involved in MCU. And I was able to find somebody. Uh, It was a little bit harder. But um, Elizabeth Rabe worked in makeup department for this movie and in Iron Man. I'm wondering if we should make that a rule where if we do a... A, a series or a trilogy you can't use the same guy over and over because i mean come on Al, alan silvestri i think does back to the future part three's music as well so yeah no, i'm gonna continue so for the third one i'll look for someone different and i mean uh it, it might be a little bit more difficult because uh back to the future two and three were uh shot simultaneously 
Um, so uh, this might be the first movie to do that. I don't know. Uh, I know The Matrix did that, and uh, um, The Lord of the Rings, uh, they shot all of them at once, right? I think they shot was all of them Was it Lord of the Rings once. or Hobbit that they shot all of them? Or was Hobbit? I think it was Hobbit. Ah, man. Yeah, it might have been Hobbit, and that was like three parts, right? Right, yeah. Um, what else has been two things at once? Like, uh, did some of the Hunger Games stuff? I don't know. Um, there's there's uh, quite a few movies that end up kind of trying to do this. I think to try and save money by doing it all at once. And Well, I think for Back to the Future, the, tril- the third part and the second part are so interconnected because uh part three came out in 1990 it did so it did and yeah yeah i think it was just to accelerate part three coming out instead of people having to wait okay yeah um i'm trying to think of what what else was did you remember i didn't remember this but at the end of part two there was a teaser for part three no i don't remember that yeah it was on my uh blu-ray they oh nice they showed a bunch of scenes for part three and they're like coming in 1990 Nice, nice. What else was shot at the same time, Matt? There's there's something I'm forgetting. Was John Wick? Like two and three? No. no. Was it one of the Harry Potter movies or something? I don't know. I didn't watch those. Okay, that's fine. Sorry, I didn't watch um, the Potter. I was just trying to think of like oh, trilogy movies. You know what? It probably was like something like Twilight. Oh, it was Twilight. Ha! Good job, Matt. Woo. Good job, Matt. And those I did see, <laughs> except for the last one. I was not in a relationship where I was being forced to go watch Twilight in the theaters. So, <laughs> Team Jacob or uh, Team uh, what's the other one? What's the other dude? Edward wasn't Edward. Yeah, dude, Team Jacob all the way. Come on, <laughs> come on. All right, Team Edward. Just because he's sparkly means he's cool? No. I don't care, Mr. <laughs> Sparkles. You don't look like a vampire. You're not scary. You sparkle. Vampires that sparkle are not scary. Go watch what we do in the shadows. Those vampires are awesome. <laughs> yes, they are. Freaking love those that movie and that show. Love it. Anyways, okay, back to the future. Mike, give us more trivia. Come on. I know you have more trivia. Like, did you notice Billy Zane this time? Yeah, man. Of course he did. um uh so um let's see something cool about this um um this was interesting uh you know i kind of remembered this but every time i watch it the second one and the third one i'm always like oh yeah elizabeth shoe was cast as jennifer in all the closing shots of back to the future were reshot for the beginning of this film. Claudia Wells, uh, Jennifer in the first film, was unable to reprise her role as she had stopped acting because her mother had been diagnosed with cancer. She returned to acting with the independent film Still Waterburn in 2008. Wow. That's tough. That's real tough. Especially with a franchise that blew up like that. But she probably made the right choice, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So... All right, Mike, what did you think about, like, I had this whole thing thought out before we sat down to record, and we haven't talked about any of it, but um, <laughs> some of the, Good job. like, I liked the the future, you know, going to the future was cool, all the things in the future was fun and neat and interesting, 
Uh, I wasn't a super huge fan of the timeline when they went back. Like I liked how they were explaining time travel and altering things and how much you can truly alter a timeline by some of the things that they did or they did not intend doing such as Biff getting the almanac and going back. Uh, Rick and Morty does a lot of stuff like that, which is inspired by this show. But uh, I liked that, but I wasn't a huge fan of that whole alternate universe. And I felt like it took up a really large chunk of this film. I wanted to it see more future. You know, I wanted more future. Yeah, it did take up a lot of this film. I think it was because a lot of the future stuff is like hard to figure out and what are they going to do and stuff. So I, I think they lean heavy on the other other side well in the technical aspects i mean even trying to get the delorean to fly you know and then on top of all the other stuff like the shoes lacing i mean that that this is you know the late 80s there's no cgi yeah. back then not not yet cgi is just about to come out with um 19 uh was it 91 uh i mean really hit hard with um uh terminator 2 judgment day and then jurassic park those movies like killed it. T two was ninety two, wasn't it? I think it was ninety one, dude. Uh, hold on to the internet. To the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Mike is going to the unofficial sponsor of the Real Film Nerd Podcast app of IMDb on his uh, no named smartphone de- fruit smartphone device. 91, man. 91. Damn it. I swear I thought it was 92. Dude, I remember watching it in like 91 on a bootlegged edition. Um, well, it must have been 92. must have been 92 at, at my friend's house. And it was like, um, you know, I was like 10 years old and it was like amazing. Uh, I remember <laughs> I like, I remember watching it in the theater. Oh, I didn't get to see this one in the theater. Oh yeah, dude. You luck you lucky. Me and me and my buddy, my one friend at the time, because I was still in private school, we went and snuck in at RM Cinema and watched uh, Terminator Two. A rated <laughs> R movie at what, ten or nine or ten years well, old? Dude, they dude, they didn't really care. Well, maybe they cared before there was competition, but when there came competition, their morals went out the window. They were like they were like, you could reach the counter and you got the money. I don't care. Yeah, but yeah, no, we 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 got in, watched it. It was it was awesome. It was mind blowing. Loved it. It was mind blowing. But like, uh, you know, Cameron did some stuff kind of like this in Abyss, uh, which I think is eighty nine. I think. Yeah, he did a lot of stuff and, in Abyss. Uh, yeah. Um. Well, the CGI stuff, and then. And then, you know, 93 with uh, Jurassic Park. I mean, geez, it really blew us, blew things out of the water, man. Jurassic Park was amazing. I love that movie. All right, Mike. Well, we can sit here and talk all day about stuff not related to Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we've done pretty good. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, I'll go ahead and ask this, Mike. Uh, how many reels do you give Back to the Future Part Part Two? Uh, I'm going to give Part Two four and a half reels. I uh, really liked it, um, but it's not quite as good as the first one. 
Wow. So I'm the dick today then. Whoa. No way. What are you doing? I only give Back to the Future Part 2 a four out of five reels. Oh, man, you are. Finally. Finally, we disagree. Good job, Matt. You know why? Because I did not like how much time they spent in the alternate universe. I liked it, but I thought they spent too much time in it. And then one of the other things, and I know, I I mean, we can argue for it or against it or whatever, was the cop-out of using a lot of um, the original Back to the Future story and film, film and filming location in this movie, like redoing the Enchantment Under the Sea dance and redoing the fight and going back to 1955 and all that stuff. And specifically that day, I just, I thought they could have done better with the story, I guess. Like they could have picked another day. Oh, oh, okay. I, yeah, I got you. I, I know it's a little bit convoluted, but um, it kind of shows you how messy time travel is. Yeah. Well, but there's something, as they, as Doc Brown explained, there must be something significant about that day. That's why we're going back to November 12th, 1955, you know? It's like, come on, man. Uh, one, I, I'm not a huge... Uh, Crispin Glover, no, I don't think he comes back for the rest of the series. Uh, no, actually, uh, it's it's some trivia, Matt. Um, I, I wasn't going to bring it up because it's negative. But uh, he got in a fight with uh, Bob Gale and... Robert Zemeckis about kind of how the first one ended and uh, basically said he wasn't going to sign on for the other ones. And then he sued for the second one because they were kind of using his likeness because they used some, he had done like molds in the first one to like be older or whatever. Uh Uh-huh. You know, like he did the, the, the latex molds. Well, they put it on a different person and then kind of used some camera tricks to never show them up close and stuff. Uh, for the future. Okay. Yeah. For the future grandpa, <laughs> McFly. Yeah. yeah. And so he sued and uh, instead of going to court, Universal just ended up paying him. I think they paid him like $700,000. Because that was one thing that always kind of bothered me in this one. And as we'll talk about next week is how all the fathers that are married to Leah Thompson now look like Marty McFly. Like they don't look like Crispin Glover. Yeah. Uh, he, he sued cause they didn't want his likeness to be used. And, um, anyway, I guess it kind of, kind of got bad there. Um, so I didn't want to bring it up cause it's kind of a, kind of a negative thing and we're trying to do positive things, man. No. Well, that's interesting trivia though. So, it is. It is. Yeah, I didn't know that that happened, and I was like, "Oh, wow!" I mean, there's always these things. Uh, like um, Michael J. Fox didn't know they were going to make a sequel until he was watching the VHS of uh, Back to the Future, and it said "To be continued." <laughs> That's awesome. So he called his agent and said, "Hey, am I going to be in it?" <laughs> He's like, "I better be. <laughs> I need to get paid." That's awesome. Well, you know, Back to the Future Part 2 says uh, to be concluded. So luckily they ended with three. They didn't keep going. But, I, you know, I here, I'll, I'll not to keep this podcast going longer than we should, but I'm going to ask it anyways. Mike, there, there's certain films that you just cannot remake. And I wholeheartedly believe that the Back to the Future franchise is one that they should leave alone 
Do you think that Universal will ever try and do a money grab and remake it? So my answer is uh, absolutely yes, they will try and do that, uh, but they cannot do it until uh, Bob Gale and uh, Robert Zemeckis die. Okay. So good. So we won't see it until we're much older. Great. Uh, yeah, because they, um, I, th- I believe they hold the rights to it in a way that Universal can't just make a film. Right. They own probably like the, the, the character story uh, intellectual property rights, I think is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And they said they will not make another one. So um, that's great. You know, um, we have grown up with a massive amount of remakes already. And it, it's kind of, uh, it's interesting to see uh, every 10 to probably 15 years that they redo something. Like uh, I've seen, you know, Friday the 13th redone. Um, I've seen, uh, a nightmare on Elm street redone. Uh, it tends to be a lot of horrors cause those are real cheap and easy to, to, to remake. But, um, there's quite a few movies that they just redo and it's, I usually don't like them. And I don't know if it's, I don't like them because they're not like the same or I don't know. Like there's certain things like Matt, would you ever, I, you know, I never want them to remake The Goonies or, or like, there's just, there's so many good movies that just, like, they couldn't remake Jurassic Park. Like, you can't do that. But they kind of did with Jurassic World, I guess. No, that's exactly what Jurassic World is, yeah. It's a modern day retelling of Jurassic Park. I mean, well, shit, dude. Okay, we're going to go down this path. It's going to get long. Suck it up. You, you started They it. remade Star Wars. Like, they did. They did. Episodes seven, eight, nine are all remakes of the originals. You know, they just are. The prequels are not. The prequels were something else. Which, what's interesting about the prequels is that they're actually starting to get love because they're all starting to hit their twenty-year anniversaries right now, and so people are looking back fondly at the prequels because the kids that saw those in the theaters are now adults, and so they're like really loving the prequels now, even though everybody hated them. Uh, I have to say, I did not like the prequels. I didn't hate them, but I wasn't a huge fan, especially of episode one and episode two. I like bits and pieces of the first two movies. The one prequel I really did enjoy, though, was episode three. I really liked episode three because it was so freaking dark. But those three films were not remakes of the originals. Seven, eight, and nine are. So, but that's what one of the questions I was going to ask you, Mike, but you kind of answered it yourself. You're right. Most of the horror franchises that we grew up loving have been remade. Are there any films that were remade today or within the past, I don't know, let's say 10 years, that you thought were great remakes that were on the level of the original, if not better? Uh, The Halloween remake that came out, uh, was it last year or two years ago? was really good. I was going to say the same thing. The most recent Halloween remake was very good. And then the one before, even though Rob Zombie did it, no. No, I know. I like Rob Zombie for uh, multiple reasons, but uh, I did not really like that movie. No, but that new Halloween was incredible. It had the feel of it. It was an original story to a degree. I really, I really, I really enjoyed that new one. It was good. Yeah, no, I, I, I like the, the new one quite a bit. I thought that one was really good. Um, yeah, but like everything's being remake. Uh, it, 
it was remade uh, well, but, just this but, last. But do you consider it a remake because originally it was on t- TV? It was not a movie theater movie. Uh, kind of. I, I kind of do. I mean, Pet Cemetery was just remade. Um, basically, um, all of Stephen King's things are basically going back into being remade. I don't know why. Maybe rights? Um, money. Just They want more money. It's a known product, you know. But, I mean, the Pet Cemetery remake, I mean, we reviewed it here, and I don't think either of us were really super thrilled with it. It wasn't no, horrible, no, but it wasn't but... It wasn't like Halloween, where Halloween was outstanding. Yeah. I mean, uh, the It movies were great. Yeah, they were uh, incredible. I, th- I, think I, yeah. I, I think I liked the first one better. But, oh, definitely. Um, yeah. The, the kids' stuff was cool. But um, when they were adults, it wasn't, you know, it was good, but it wasn't as good. Um. Now, uh, let's see what else. What else has been remade lately? That's like, um, uh, I'm trying to think of anything. There's, there's so many things that are always being remade, and I'm like, oh no, they're doing that every time. I'm always like, they're gonna screw that up. Why are you doing that? Yeah, I don't mind a remake if it, at least it's standable, passable. But when they screw it up really, really bad. And you can tell from the trailer, I, I won't go see it. Because that's one thing, you know, I know a lot of people that go and review movies do not ever watch the trailers. I always watch the trailers. I, I don't watch them religiously, but you and I, we're big fans of the trailers. We go to the theater, watch the trailers to see what's coming, you know. But uh, I can tell some of these remakes from the trailer if it's going to be good or not. And most of the time it's not. And it's like, how do you not see you guys screwed this up? You should have stopped. Yeah, yeah. No, there, there's always, I don't know, they're just going to keep remaking movies, especially well-known franchises and things that people might go watch, even if it doesn't do well. Um, often it'll do better than it would have without having any name recognition. So I got one for you, Mike. Um, it wasn't a remake, though, I'll, but it was a sequel. They're, they're remaking the, the one... Um, oh, shit. What's... Uh, where you look in the mirror and you say his name three times. Oh, Candyman. Yeah, dude, that's coming yeah. out. And that's like Jordan Peele, I think, is involved Yeah, I think with he's doing it, some... yeah. I, I'm not sure yeah. if he... So that might be good. I'm not sure but... if he directed or wrote it, but I know I think he's producing it. So it, it might be good. I don't know. We'll see. But I the ultimate one, at least for me personally, it was not a remake, but it was a sequel that never should have been done crystal skull oh no yeah that was super bad it was absolutely ridiculous that never should have been done that movie was trash to this day i still say there's only three indiana jones movies and it just hurt because it was george lucas and steven spielberg man and they just it was like did they even try did they not realize what they were doing i don't know what happened with that you're right um it just didn't seem like all cylinders were firing um the uh oh man i just i i thought of another movie and and now i lost it but there there's there's so many movies that are redone or how about movies that were tv shows that are now made into films like uh miami vice chips yeah one that i actually enjoyed but you know i'm a big ben stiller fan was a starksky and hutch <laughs> I like that movie. I, I'm not going to say it was fantastic, but I thought that was a pretty fun movie. 
Oh, oh man, I just remembered. It was like the Predator, the most recent oh, Predator. Jesus. That oh, was, was so terrible, bad. dude. That was so bad. And they left it open for a sequel to it. Yeah. That's just painful. Yeah. Painful. I, I painful. Predator one and two, man. You know, one those two were good. Well, all right, Mike. Next week, back to the future part trace. All right. Back to the future part trace. We will finish our summer retrospective on Back to the Future. And Micah, what's the movie we're talking about the week after that? It's a new movie uh, yeah. coming out on the old uh, Disney Plus. Who's Gurdjieff? Yeah, we're gonna talk about yeah, we're gonna talk about this movie called Artemis Fowl. Is it about a bird? No, no, it's a. Uh, Does it swear a lot? I think it's. Uh, no, I don't think. Does so. it smell? No, no, I don't think it's called Artemis Fallus. Um, Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> that's a hell of a that's a hell of a stride for Disney there. <laughs> Artemis Fallus. He just kills everyone with his wiener. <laughs> he chokes him to death with his wiener. Just. I think it's like a. Uh, popular teen uh, book series about um, somebody who has, goes through a venture. So uh, it was originally slated to be released uh, in the theaters, uh, but due to the the whole COVID nineteen stuff, um, they're releasing it straight to uh, video on demand or Disney Plus. And uh, yeah, we'll review that and get that up there so you can hear our reviews on that one and. Hopefully the movies will start back up um, on uh, like July, July like July twelfth or eleventh or whatever. Whenever um, the new um, uh, Christopher Nolan movie uh, Tenet comes out, uh, I really hope that they open up for that. Oh, dude, that looks so good! I'll be there with the with my um, hazmat suit watching it. Of course, trying not to like crinkle. I'm I'm looking forward to watching that one. That one looks good. But so, Mike, this is I think Disney Plus's first straight to Disney Plus release because you can kind of consider Onward, but not because Onward was released in the theaters. It was. It did have a a uh, fairly limited run for for Pixar, especially. But uh, you know, COVID and all that stuff. So yeah, and so they threw it up on Disney Plus, and I did watch it. I thought it was fun. I thought it was kind of weird, man. I, I thought it didn't really know where it was going. It's kind of like a D&D adventure, fantasy, I don't know, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a hodgepodge. It was a mess, but it still was kind of fun. I, the thing that bothered and disturbed me the most about Onward was the uh, legs running around all the time. I'm like, dude, there are kids watching this shit. This is like weird. Yeah, it was weird. That was a bit much for, you know, a kid audience, in my opinion. And then it just kind of got hokey. Like, they kept doing gags with the legs running around and stuff. The first couple ones were funny, but they didn't stop with it. So, anyway, sorry, I'll stop talking about Onward so we can end the podcast. But, uh, uh, all right, Mike. Well, um, uh, I got a thing to say. Uh, I did not do radio today this morning. Uh, Lisa texted me this morning and said uh, because of the climate and everything that's going on, she didn't feel that it was right to have something fun and kind of jokey and lighthearted on the radio because of all the madness. So she kept it more serious today on the radio. So she's like, we'll just talk next week. So there is no radio, radio interview this week after the pod. Oh, man. <sighs> all right. Not my well, decision, that's... man. Not my decision. She's the She's the boss. She's the one that actually gets paid to do radio. So. 
anyway, um, I guess with that, um, you know, uh, catch us on the socials and, uh, you know, make sure you go out there and watch a movie. What about our uh, Facebook group? Stream a movie. Fans of fans of the real film nerds that's a that's a good fun group i'm trying to get people to join it slowly oh yeah i only have so many friends though and most of them don't like me they're just in it to see my photos on the internet and see my rants instead of support my podcast mom oh okay (laughs) (laughs) uh no what's our new catch line you used it last week mike your new ending it's not a uh now go out and catch a movie do you do you remember what it is mike uh no i'd have to I'd have oh to how dare you i changed review. it i didn't i didn't i didn't um uh write it down i even officially changed it on our website mike like in our show notes and stuff because i always end it with go out and watch a movie it's go watch as many movies as you can <laughs> yeah yeah i mean might as well right no one's working yeah i'm working <laughs> like 40 million people out of work they're all in the streets i guess but they got smartphones <laughs> they they do yeah you can stream it all on your smartphone and mass for writing <laughs> god it's yes. like a perfect storm man because all these people out of work nothing to do all this pent-up energy and they have nowhere to be ah let's go you know let's go steal some shit it's ridiculous ridiculous all right for sure all right mike end it end it let's get out of here Okay. All right. So everybody go watch as many movies as you can and we're out. Thank you for listening to the real film nerds. Now don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at real film nerds. Now go out and catch a movie.